race fans, it's time for those most famous words in motorsport. Race It's time for another edition of Race 22 Ra Ra Radio. In-depth coverage of all your favorite late model stock car racing action from all perspectives. You want answers! I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! Race 22 Radio is hosted by Race22.com founder, Mr. Langley Austin. All they need to do is delete the late model stock cars from that rule book, and that, that will help start fixing things right there. I mean, that's all we got to do. Just so delete the NASCAR that. rule book is Let's delete the pages and just say refer to car stores. Exactly. <laughs> that's all they got to do. That's all they got to do. Race 22 Radio is co-hosted by Performance Center Racing Warehouse President, Mr. Roger Johnson. You're the guy for this, in my opinion. You know, we, we don't, I mean, name me anybody else that's doing it. Well, I appreciate it. Right? And, well, it doesn't mean you're good. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> With special co-host, Crazy Corey Latham. Sit back. Buckle in and hold on tight. Race 22 Radio is coming right at you at full throttle. And now your host, Mr. Langley Austin. All right, we're here, Race 22 Radio. We are not in studio at uh, Performance Center Racing Warehouse tonight, and obviously we were not live. Um, but we got everybody, well, sort of everybody here. We got uh, myself, Langley Austin, uh, Roger Johnson's uh, on the line, um, and also uh, got uh, Doc Love uh, uh, producing us tonight. Uh, Roger, welcome to the show, buddy. Thanks, man. It's great. Li it's living the dream, to man. This remotely, yeah, for sure, right? Right. We're uh, we're we're all three at our homes. Um, so we're, we're trying to, trying to do this. I, it's my fault. I, I've been sick and, uh, uh, didn't really want to make the trip down today. Uh, uh, so, uh, so we decided to do this thing remotely, but we still wanted to get the radio show on. We was off a couple of weeks ago. Didn't really want to take another week off. Uh, even though, man, this, uh, this rain sure is making us take a lot of time off. It's been, it's actually, you know, it's not good for the chassis business, but it's great because we've completely revamped the whole shop. Uh, yeah, you sent me a video earlier. Um, that's the best that place has ever looked, I think. Yeah, we're kind of – I'll get it to you, and we'll share it on social. We just, uh, you know, try to get a new, fresh look. want people to understand some of the things we're, we're going to do. Um, you know, still got the same guys, but I, I wanted to make it more friendly for people to come in there. And, you know, we've uh, got our parts slammed full, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, I like the new layout. I think uh, I think it looks a whole lot better in there. I think it looks a whole lot more inviting when people come in, and uh, and uh, maybe you know maybe that'll uh, create more business because of uh, where the parts are moved to, and you can see them so quickly. And no matter what you're doing in the shop, you're right there with everything. Yeah, an interesting part. It's kind of become a hangout here the last little bit, which I'm I'm happy about. Um, just you know, people coming in, wanting to hang out, spend some time, and talk, and and try to figure out how to make their stuff better so I, I think all in all it's good 
Yeah, I mean, next next thing you know, you'll be in there holding chassis seminars and everything else. We are going to do some of that, you know, like we talked about. I, I've talked about it with you, definitely. I know the people listening don't know, but um, that's probably next. Um, I'm going to start um, in the next five to seven days. Performance Center is going to start uh, doing some podcasting of different drivers that come in and, and um, we just get an opportunity to grab them because they're coming in the facility to, to buy parts anyway. So it would be a good opportunity to get Race 22 some interviews, good opportunity for PRW to get some representation out there for some of its drivers that maybe don't know exactly how to do it. So, you know, basically anybody that comes in, they have something that they want to say. We can sit down with them right there in the middle of the shop and and spark it all on and, and you know, they can get their message out there. They can – we can do a bunch of different things. So I think, it, I think it's going to be good along with the racing, you know, just not only – building the race cars and and going through that stuff but i i think if we can help people kind of create some things that they could use to better acquire sponsorship or just kind of get their name out there a little bit I, I think it would be sweet and you know we don't have to do it in the night we can do it during the daytime if if it's sometime that they have 15 or 20 extra minutes to come into the shop Right, and I mean, you have so much traffic coming in and out of there, man. You know, there's there's probably a good, you know, 15 or 20 racers that come in through there during a, the course of a week. And, I mean, it's a great opportunity to uh, grab somebody and, and get 10 minutes of their time or 5 minutes or 15 minutes or 30 minutes, however it goes, you know. That's what I'm the most excited about. I'm the most excited about these guys that, you know, are, are, they work late and they do whatever and, and they just really don't have time. But now the difference is they'll come – at 1230 or at one o'clock or at two o'clock and they'll pick up a hood and two fenders and it's the perfect time so i think we're going to be able to get a lot of those interviews or a lot of different things perspectives from people that we didn't get and hopefully we can bring some people to light i mean there's uh there's a gentleman that races at hickory that runs a limited that's from russia that basically scratches and claws and knives and lives in his trailer and works his butt off to try to race here and got a little bit of sponsorship we, we should get that guy's story out a little bit you know what yeah. i mean maybe, maybe people wouldn't have to worry about oh man i didn't this didn't happen or that didn't happen i mean this guy's from another country living in a trailer so he can run limited at hickory that's amazing to me you know it, what i mean it, it is, and I, I just hope that uh, you get him to uh, teach you how to say his name before the podcast. I, that's, hence the reason I haven't said it. I don't know if you're not, not stupid. <laughs> I don't know if you're stupid. Oh, man. <laughs> wow, wow. Uh, did uh, either one of you guys uh, make it make it anywhere racing this weekend? Uh, the only place it didn't rain out was uh, uh, Wake Forest Baptist, uh, Wake Health. Uh, yeah, we were <laughs> wide open and had all divisions running, and we got everything in all day, Saturday and Sunday. Uh, I hear you. <laughs> uh, needless to say, you know, I said I, I was sick. I, I didn't make it anywhere this weekend, yeah. and uh, I wanted uh, was planning to go to Motor Mile. Figured it'd be quite a few cars there yeah. uh, for uh, the cars tour you know yeah kind of preview of uh, sorts. redhead was uh, running some recon uh, on her break from uh, virginia tech she had uh, took her a little extended break and went over there to watch some practice and she said there was some cars tour regular guys out there 
Yeah, I figured it'd probably be eight or ten of those guys, and I've seen, you know, some other people like uh, Brian Purdom, who, uh, mm-hmm. you know, normally runs up at Shenandoah Speedway. I've seen he was there testing. Nice. So, uh, Motor Mile, man, I, I'm telling you, uh, I, I think, you know, kind of during the winter, I think everybody was kind of sleeping on the fact that, you know, car count-wise of what they'd have. Including I think they've... Including I think, me. I, did, right, I slept right. on them. It's my fault. I mean, I didn't see it. Yeah, I mean, and you know, and it was kind of, I think they did a good job quietly, and it's weird to say, because in this business, you want to be as loud as possible, but yeah, I think kind of behind the scenes, man, they just quietly did their thing and got their racers, you know, to come race with them. And I think as one of their targets is they got with the racers, the regulars, they know the guys that's going to be there, and they took them out in the community, and I think that worked. Um, Yep. You know, I think they were in the same situation as Ace, perhaps, you know, trying to they have to win back the confidence of the community. And I think race number one, uh, I think they knocked it out of the park. Uh, you know, little pun since they got the little baseball uh, backing there. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I thought it was fantastic. We were there with the uh, the Repcos, and uh, they really tried to create a good atmosphere. A couple of things they tried that works in baseball maybe can work in racing but in a different time you don't want to put some kind of activity between the races to extend the night you know you want to get those folks in and out but uh, i really enjoyed what they were trying to do i get what they're trying to do and i think they're going to really make that a fun place not just a place for the racers to have a top-notch facility but it's going to be a fun place for the fans yep I absolutely agree. Yeah, I wrote, I wrote a little article last week, uh, early in the week, about uh, you know their opener and grades, and I got a little pushback from some people. It's like, man, you was kind of hard on them, and I'm like, <laughs> you guys don't understand the difference between being hard on somebody and telling somebody what their problem is. Yeah, creative, you know what I mean? being creative um, uh, construction. I mean, you, you gotta you, you gotta help these guys. I mean, you know, me and Roger talk about it all the time. You know, and we, me and Roger both talk to you know different promoters and stuff. And, and you know, it's all the time. You know, we're telling them things, and it may be you know easier for them to take when you're telling them you know on the phone, just you and them talking, than it is me writing an article. But you know, at the same time, you know, people need to know. And and yeah. and you know, I, I I thought that everything. I thought that everything about Motor Mile's opener was positive except for the time factor, really. Right. You know what I mean? And I think that's one thing that they'll fix. Oh, yeah. I think they, had, they had talked about it all winter, that they wanted to fix it, and I think first race they kind of said, oh, I think we're going to be okay, and then kind of found out they weren't. So, right. you know, it yeah, happens. They'll get there with it, though, I think, right? I mean, I, for that to be the biggest problem, I think that that's okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, right. it's good for them to see that because, you know, they know what they have to fix. Some of the things that they didn't think about maybe happened. Uh, some of the things that they put in motion that worked great. Uh, so I'm sure they saw both sides of the story, you know. Uh, you know, alcohol was a big issue. You know, people want to bring their own alcohol. Um, I'm almost would mention, hey, what about a section for those folks that want to just come and get as inebriated as they want to get? Uh, because you saw some families. And you and right there beside you got people getting rowdy with the alcohol, and I don't think that's a good mix. You know, I think that might be something they want to explore. Doc, you probably just want to put them over there with those DUI yeah. lawyers. Right. There you go. <laughs> Once again, they probably Doc got them. The <laughs> I could, I could not resist. Oh, but man. you know, when I'm looking at a family with kids trying to have a good time and enjoying the the atmosphere and the fun that they're trying to create, and then you got a drunk guy falling all over them, that that's not good. 
you know, because yeah. uh, the the manager had to come out and and they almost hauled the guy off. And I think she, I don't know if she stopped or they just uh, agreed to let uh, whatever group that he was with get him down there and get him with them. Uh, but that, that I saw several uh, situations like that. But the manager, uh, what's her name? I, I can't even think of her name. Michelle Ball. Yeah, Michelle. She came out. You know, I mean, as soon as the cops were summoned, she was right there too. Everybody was on the radio. So I thought that was awesome to see the quick reaction. Uh, and she got involved. You know, she is very involved, and I think that is absolutely awesome. Uh, I, you know, that that tells me a lot how hands-on she is with that facility. Oh, 100%. And two things about what you just said. One is her visibility this time. You know, she was running it before, but I think, you know, things were laid out a little differently, and she wasn't like the face, um, whereas now she is, and she's yeah. doing a great job, and she was very visible during the event to the fans and to the uh, competitors. Um, and, you know, the thing you mentioned about the drunks, that's unfortunately a thing that yeah. – Every event, everywhere has to deal with whether they sell the alcohol or they allow yeah, people to right, bring it in. It's just, yeah, right. it's an unfortunate That's side effect, and yeah, you can you can try to fix it, and and you might because you know, I think, but you're uh, not you're not going to fix it all, right? Because I think what Ace does with the the backside, you know, having uh, the alcohol right. and they having a blast and doing their own thing, and uh, right. I think that is fantastic to have those folks that want to do that right. have their own place to do that. I think Motor Mile uh, when it was New River Valley Speedway before the drag strip. I think that was the only place that allowed alcohol was on the backside, I, I think, if I do recall. You, you you could be right. And the backside there, you know, a lot of people listening probably don't know, but that was one cool place back there with the little campers and buses yeah. and all that stuff. And when you could sit there, on the really hillside, cool. I remember I was in the Air Force, and we would come up to the Bush Race, uh, 90, 91, I think it was. And... Um, and I sat on the backside with with the, the adult beverages. Don't get me wrong. Um, and we had a ball. And oh my gosh, that place was magical. And it was packed on the front side. It was packed on the hills. Uh, man, that was that was exciting time for that facility. And I'm glad to see it just as packed. I thought, you know, when I talked to some of the staff, you know, when we first got there, because we were a little late, because I had I was my work weekend. And they're like, I don't know. Look at the crowd. You're kind of worried. They came a little late, but boy, they came. They filled that place up uh, their first race. Yeah, for sure. All right, well, I don't want to spend all night talking about Motor Mile, even though they are one of my biggest advertisers, and I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> but uh, what? Uh, tell us, I know we got uh, three or four or five races in this weekend, despite the weather. Uh, so, Doc, take us, uh, take us through the news. Yeah, we'll, if we'll you're a racetrack and raced on Friday... Yeah, you were good to go. That was the only place of the the tracks that we covered that got to race on last Friday, May 10th. Ace Speedway, 5,000 to win. Uh, late model stocks, Ryan Millington. Boy, he's been really hot here lately. I think uh, uh, saved his tires and kind of did a little yeah, rubbing. Bump and run, 10 to go. Uh, how about that? I bet uh, Greg Marlowe said, hey, man, that's like the old man used to do, huh? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, you know, and Ryan's, uh, Ryan's on fire, man. He, yeah. uh, I, you know, the the guy, I didn't, I wouldn't give you 10 cents for him two or three years ago, but I, I now the dude's just, uh, he's an absolute tire saving wheel, man. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I, I mean, I just think that, that his circumstances kind of changed, you know. I mean, they went from a small deal where his dad was kind of trying to do it all and after work and do this and do that and do whatever to, you know, now. Greg works for him on the stuff, I think, quite quite a bit, almost to a full-time basis, I believe. And, right. you know, and they're they're seeing it, right? They're seeing the results. The kid, the kid's always been a pretty decent little wheel man. I, and, and it's not that his father is is not a – he's a sharp, sharp guy too. Um, for sure. Just 
I think it's just, you know, he has his own business and he works very hard and there's only so many hours in the day to, you know, divvy up. And I, I think that's one of the things that you're getting to see that Greg has brought to the table that just freed that whole group up where they could kind of relax and circle the wagons and, and make good strides, you know? Yeah, I yeah, think the absolutely. world of Scott, uh, man, I, I remember him when he was racing. He's raced against Greg, so he knows what Greg brings to the table, no doubt. They're great so, friends. Yeah, I'm I mean, so, so tickled to, to see me, them. He would come for hours and talk with them. Yeah, I'm so tickled to see them have some success. Now, a lot of folks might not know, but Ryan, is, he, he races RC cars a lot, so his hand-eye coordination is pretty advanced for a, a young racer, and I think in a certain way that comes into play as well. Uh, you know, tinkering with those things and, and working on your motor skills and things like that. But uh, good for those guys. Real, real excited for them. Uh, Anderson Speedway, they got to race on limited late models, twin 40s. John uh, Gallman, he won both features. They had 16 cars. That's pretty stout for Anderson. Man, a Anderson's doing good. They're, they're yeah. doing good things in that limited division. I'm, I'm telling you, it's just like Greenville. Eventually, that'll be their top division there, two, and they won't have Two guys today from down there, two guys today from down there called, said, you know, they, they spoke that they were happy with what was happening down there and, and kind of were enjoying what was going on, which is good to hear, you know. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely, and they got a good fanfare down there, and they, they do a lot of stuff on social media, so i um, really excited for them, and I, I really want to get down there soon uh, to check out some racing down that way. Kingsport Speedway got to race on Friday night, late model stocks. Nick Williams with the win, 11 cars. It was a Roger Neese and Tony Ward tribute night, so I thought that was pretty cool. Nick Williams with the, the, the feature win there. Well, let me give you a little uh, feedback I got from that race. Uh, it was pretty controversial. Um, Nick actually uh, did not lead most of the race. Ronnie McCarty did. Uh, had a pretty big lead. They had a caution late, and uh, I guess Nick got into him um, on the restart and uh, turned him sideways. I don't know if he turned him around or not. I haven't seen video, um, but just listening to people. Um, so he got into him, um, and then I believe he got into Hayden Woods on another restart. Um, so, you know, a lot of, a lot of people wondering, you know, cause the King sports been pretty quick, um, in recent years about, uh, you know, putting the guy to the rear, if he makes contact, uh, to bring out a caution and, uh, that didn't happen, uh, in either instance with, uh, with Nick Williams. Um, but you know, the guys, you know, the guys on a roll without, uh, Chris Van Dyke there. I mean, I, I think he's the guy to beat. Obviously Ronnie had a great car the other night and he's won a race this year, you know, too. And Hayden's, you know, going to win him a race. Um, and Zeke shells, you know, right around in there with them, you know, week in and week out too. But that was a little bit of a controversial thing. And I know uh, somebody told me that, uh, um, they waited to talk to the race director after the race, a bunch of the, uh, the, uh, teams did and they never saw. So mm, nice. He just didn't show up. That, that's what they told me. I, I didn't follow up, so I don't know. You know, of course, I told you I've been sick, so I haven't done anything, you know, this weekend. But, uh, you know, I want to follow up with the racetrack and find out. But I just thought that was an interesting story. Um, yeah. You know, and I, I heard that from multiple competitors, not just one. So Yeah, that might be a story there. Let's, uh, you know, get behind that and see if they're going to change how they view some of these contacts. Are they going to have let Adam, you know, let the boys have at it, you know? Yeah, I guess they said on the radio when uh, when both of those instances happened that they were just it was just hard racing and it didn't look intentional and and that's a hard thing to do if you're gonna call them you you know you almost have to call them to the side of you know the same way every time you know right. what I mean and that's even hard. if you think it's hard racing you got to just say eh, let, let's and with eleven cars there I mean honestly if they put Nick to the rear he probably still right. would come back and won right. yeah yeah I mean yeah right yeah. it's just been harder. 
Right. So they made a better show of it. The the race director, I don't envy any race director. That's the hardest oh, job at the track, um, other than somebody trying to sell for the track. Um, but he'll he'll look at it as hard racing. But you got both sides of the fans. They're going to see it their way, and their driver was innocent, you know. So that that's where that's where that's where it's going to get uh, pretty heated up, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, Sal- I love a little controversy. <laughs> Nothing sells more tickets than a little controversy. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's right. Uh, Southside Speedway got to race on Chris Johnson again. Thirteen cars, late model stocks. Wake County, bless their hearts, finally got to race on. I uh, got their opening race. Uh, Wake County had uh, eight late model stock cars. Randy Renpro in victory lane at Wake County. So. You know, and you say eight cars, and you go, well, that man, that ain't many. But at Wake County, eight cars. Eight cars could put on a show. Out. You're absolutely right. That place is so awesome. And uh, Randy Renfro, old school racer, yeah. cool guy. Glad to see him win. Yeah. And Saturday, um, if your name is Mother Nature, then you win. Uh, <laughs> most everybody got rained out that we were uh, going to cover. I was actually trying to sneak over to Bowman Gray. Uh, after work, uh, but uh, of course they rained out. But uh, Caraway also had to cancel. They did move the enduro race to uh, June first, so it's it you know will not be pushed to the wayside. So um, so we still got time to get Corey in a car there. So we need to work on that. Uh, Dillon Motor Speedway they got to race on had the mass street stocks, which is very popular and very cool to see to go around the track. Ben Stanton was your late model stock car winner, uh, and that's about the only news I can find on that. Um, yeah. Everybody else canceled the uh, Mother's Day race. Uh, where all moms get ad- admitted free at Greenville, they moved that to their open date this coming weekend. So, moms, if you're listening, or your racers down that way, if you're listening, your mom can get in free next weekend. So good for them for carrying that over. Dominion had to cancel their Twin Sixties. Uh, of course, Hickory had to cancel Motor Mile. You know, you spoke about that. Uh, Orange County, they had to call it uh, Southern National. They waited as long as they could. Uh, and they called, made the call late, and boy, they got hammered with some weather. I think they got hammered some weather that uh, t- this afternoon with some real huge hailstorms and possible tornadoes touching down. So, uh, thinking about those folks today. Big race of the week, uh, the weekend on Saturday was Myrtle Beach Speedway. 22 late model stock cars. How about Ryan Galinsky uh, winning the late model stock car race? Good race. I bet it was a lot of action there. And also, look, they had 18 super trucks there. Brian Voss won that. So I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, well, it's funny. You know, we were talking before we, uh, you know, started recording for this episode, and we were talking about 22 cars. Man, that was a short field for them. <laughs> it's funny right. how perspectives are on every race Listen, track right, and everything. On Friday, I posted, I thought they'd have 30. Yeah. I mean, I, I, Lee McCall was said he was going. You know, I had talked to David Roberts. He was going. Um, I knew Gage Painter was going. I, I mean, I, I'm, I thought they would have, I really thought they'd have 30 cars. And it's, it is funny, right? Hickory would die to have 22. And I'm not putting Hickory down. <laughs> right. I'm just saying from a perspective, 22 is a lot better than 12 or 13. But, um yeah, I, that surprised me. I thought it would be, especially since everybody was canceling. Right, right. And, and looking at the results that, uh, you know, the, the Rev Racing, you know, drivers had some good runs. You know, Nick Sanchez finished second. Gracie Trotter was uh, sixth. Uh, Gage Painter, you mentioned him. I believe that was his first late model stock race. I, I think he so uh, finished too. fourth. I mean, it, that oh, kid's look- impressive. And and Craig Stollard, man, finishing third. Um, good good dude from uh, over in uh, Kentucky and uh, yeah. driving for Tommy Lemons. And I believe uh, Ryan Glinsky was uh, driving a car prepared by Tommy Lemons as well. 
And how about Blaze uh, Brinkley, a uh, young racer there, second, gen- sure. third generation, yep. finishing top ten, finishing eighth, man. Um, that's awesome for uh, for Brad and, and that family, man. That little fella, he is coming on strong. He's been racing at Southern National and a few other places and going down to the beach. And, hey, 22 cars finishing eighth, man. Hats off to him. Yeah, it's definitely a good run i see you know back toward the back of the field you know tommy lemons was uh, like 11 laps down I don't, I don't know what happened to any of these guys we don't right. have any video or anything but uh Sam. you know a, a lot of the really good cars uh, were out of the race not not to discount to the guys that finished up front but something must have happened with uh, like sam yarborough who started on the pole he finished 20th and you know only made it uh, to lap 47 i believe it says so i did see on social media where everybody was Raising Kane, it was a 75-lap race. Now, how did Ryan get 76 laps, if you look on the uh, the score there? I'm sure they yeah. forgot to turn the uh, the scoring off when he went around and did a victory lap. I'm sure that's what that is. Yeah, I'm sure of it. I, but people just want to make a big deal out of it. Listen, if, if social media is a breeding ground for stupidity. <laughs> so, I mean, people just want to go on there and say any asinine thing to make themselves sound intelligent. So. <laughs> A breeding ground for stupidity. That was awesome. I mean, tell me, tell me it's not. I mean, no, for all the great things of social media, it is a breeding ground for stupidity. It really yeah, is. I don't disagree with you. I don't disagree with you. I guess. All right. What what else we got going on in the news? Let's Andy? see. Other than that, just want to mention um, big race this coming weekend, Motor Mile Speedway, the Cars Tour. Got super late models and late models. Uh, they're going to have practice. On uh, Friday, uh, starting around 2.30 all the way, and they'll alternate the, the divisions there all the way till about 6.30. So folks getting right. off of work there and go check out practice. I don't think it'll cost anything. Uh, the grandstands open Saturday at 4 p.m. Uh, qualifying starts at 5.15 with late models, super late models, single car qualifying for both divisions will follow. Fan Fest, they will have a Fan Fest starting around 6.30, 6.25 on the schedule. And the green flag at 730, 125 laps uh, for the uh, super late models, 125 laps for the late models. They do have some local classes, street stocks, and the Mod 4s. Mod 4s, I'll have about 40 of them. Um, they, oh, yeah. <laughs> they put on a good show, but sometimes they could uh, um, stretch it out a little bit. But, um, they, uh, man, yeah, they, they, they put on a good show. Those, uh, those Mod 4s, man, I had a story on them uh, last week. Absolutely. On, uh, on I thought that was awesome. Well. thought that was awesome. So. Um, but they will be a great show this weekend. And I mean, that's one cool thing, you know, they'll probably have 20 or 25 of those. And, uh, you know, Chris Ragel from the car store told us on the car store report last week. Hopefully you listened to that already. It's on our uh, podcast and on YouTube. Um, but, uh, he told us last week that they'd have, uh, expecting about 25 cars in each of the late model stock and super late model divisions. So man, we could, uh, we could have some hellacious fields at motor mile this weekend. I expect some of the uh, local guys to run. I do know Ryan uh, Repco will be uh, racing, Probably Looney. Um, I don't know if um, if Phil. Yeah, we haven't seen Ryan very much this year yet. Yeah, he he's had his motor uh, up at, at the shop for a while, and you know, focusing on he's a college boy now, and uh, so he's working on his schools, and he's got to keep those grades or no racing. You know how that goes. So hats off yeah. to his parents. There, love his mom and dad. They are super super yeah, people. They're so good to uh, uh, Daniel. They just love Daniel. So uh, Daniel's one of his biggest fans. And uh, so, yeah, I expect him to do well. He, he had a pretty solid hot rod. They uh, tested uh, and tested pretty well and had um, um, Forrest out there with them. So they made some changes and made some ground. So expect him to do well. And, of course, you have all the regulars there. Um, 
uh, with the Cars Tour. Uh, super late models. I think they'll see. Um, I think they'll see a lot of the um, Tate Fogelman fans. You know, his, his dad was pretty popular there, so I'm sure he'll have a lot of fans there as well. Uh, Bubba Pollard is said to be there, so I'm, I'm I'm excited to see him there at Motor Mile. I know it's his first trip there. Yeah, I believe he might be going for the uh, championship at uh, for the car store or something. Yeah, he mentioned uh, that at, at Hickory in the post-race uh, interviews that his his sponsor is in Greensboro or something like that, something about workwear or something like that. Uh, so I wanted gotcha. to check that out. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that is awesome. And, uh, I mean, you know, great thing for the car store to have, uh, you know, a guy like that along. Oh, even though, sure. Even Holy though cow. he might win every race. Um, he's somebody who everybody who's a you know just a, a novel you know race fan they've heard of Bubba Pollard right. by now and and they man I get to go see him you know close to home so yeah. he's I think a draw it's great that's what we've been talking about right yeah. you need we needed a good we need some good draws absolutely well, if you get a hundred people going you, you get a fifty fifty half of them going to want to see him do bad half of them want to see him do good but the point is everybody's going I think that's yeah what's maybe cool. for sure. Mm-hmm. Maybe Preston Peltier will be there to bump him around a little bit. So that would be sight- sweet. Yeah, that would be sweet. <laughs> i got to be nice. Got to play nice. Oh, uh, another little announcement for this race. Uh, how about yours truly uh, being my hometown? You know, that's where I grew up, just down the road at Pulaski. Graduated Pulaski County High School, class of 1985. Voted class clown. I know that's hard to believe. Um, Not really. But... Uh, Rafford, that was my stomping grounds right there. And uh, I left in 1985. The track wasn't built in 88, but still, that's my stomping grounds. That's my home track. Tony Stevens called me and said, hey, man, it's your home track. It's your home turf. What do you think about uh, working the booth with me? So I thought about it, and I said, why not? We'll have some fun. So I'm going to work the booth with Tony at Motor Mile. So uh, I'll be up uh, doing the broadcast with Tony this weekend. And uh, uh, Tyler's going to be on pit road for us. So I'm excited, so excited to get to work. You know, I've been working with with, Tony. uh, Tony for years, but so excited to do to do an actual uh, broadcast with Tyler on pit road. So I think he does a fantastic job. So I'm excited about it. It's gonna be a lot of fun. We we thought we were the only ones dumb enough to give you a mic. <laughs> oh, I, I can trick some of them. <laughs> oh man, now it'd be good. Yeah, you know it'd be good to hear you instead of Tony. Hopefully he doesn't talk any. That'll be great. Um, you know, makes my ears bleed. I know if we were live tonight, the comments would light up with everybody else that hates him too. He, that night that uh, we were talking about him on the show, he actually texted me later and he said, "Was this the the hate on Tony hour or something?" I said, "Yeah, something like that." I said, "I started, you know, making jokes and everybody just piled on." He said, "Well, at least I'm like Daryl Waltrip." Yeah, there you yeah, go. So. I I I wish you wouldn't say stuff like that because I think he does a fantastic job. He works his butt off and has really worked yeah. hard to See, create to a great up, so. hey he creates a, a great product for the folks and uh he he's 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 worked hard enough he should have earned a lot of respect so i i think the world of tony and that first time i always tell that story that first time that i met him and he worked for with uh, me and uh, alan i knew right away and the first time you know we sent it down to him during the live race uh, that was our guy he was one heck of a knowledgeable pit reporter and i told everybody then and i'll say it today he's just as good if not better than a lot of the folks that do the mrn the prn are, all are those you politicking f- for a job no not at all man I mean, it sounds like you're in a i'm job just or... telling you what? i'm what just telling i'm just telling you how, as how a producer you him to hijack our podcast <laughs> <laughs> as a producer i know the goods when i see it okay mm-hmm. and... I, i'm not saying that you don't <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I, I just I just want to have a good balance where he likes to 
bust him, bust him up, and and I just, you know, hey, I want to tell the truth. Listen, I like him thirty nine ninety five a month worth or whatever, right? <laughs> like, I mean, he, he wouldn't, he wouldn't tell us how many subscribers he had. So I, I mean, I'm, I have limited. <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> oh well, yeah, I, I, I'm looking at your list here, Doc. Not to change the subject, but I'm looking at your list here of, uh, you know, races coming up this weekend. You do a great job putting together these uh, lists of all the races coming up. But uh, I'm looking at one, one that stands out to me because I was looking at a post the racetrack made from this past weekend. But Dominion Raceway, they're having a makeup late model stock race this weekend. Mm-hmm. I guess they got some sort of other event going on there this weekend as well. But it's a non points, non track points event, but NASCAR points event. I don't really understand it, and I'm reading through the comments. Neither does anybody who races there. I, I think uh, I can. I don't know if I can explain it, where it's not going to hurt you for the track championship, but if you want to come there and they got a big car count, it will help you towards the NASCAR points. Well, let me tell you something I learned as a promoter. If you don't have points for the track... Ain't they ain't going to show up, yeah. And that's pretty much what they said in those comments. I mean, there's racers, moms and dads and crew chiefs and stuff in there talking about, well, why would we come? It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I think I put Maybe the, they'll get that squared away. That might be just a yeah. small undersight or oversight or, that they yeah. didn't think about. Yeah, um, Yeah, I, I put on the notes there, big enduro race, uh, May 18th. I'm going to have to go back and check because I, I thought I saw where they extended it to um, uh, June the 1st. I, that might have been a typo there. Well, I mean, if you didn't screw something up, we wouldn't think it would be different. So. <laughs> well, if you want to go oh, ahead wow. and cover the, the upcoming races, Friday, uh, this coming Friday, Kingsport Speedway, I think that's the only Friday track that we cover, uh, is getting a race on this Friday, Kingsport. So uh, that I'm sure you might be headed out that way. And of course, uh, Bum and Gray, I don't know if they're going to carry forward last week's uh, program or go ahead with their they had a crash fest. Uh, on the website, I thought that was every week. Yeah, me too. That was gonna, what, didn't our guest from last week explain <laughs> to us that that was every week over there? No, he explained that he's not crashing you; he's moving you. Hey, let's revisit that a little bit. <laughs> I, I, not to go back, but I, I mean, what were your thoughts on that show? I, 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 I thought he was highly entertaining. Yeah, I, I mean, well, everybody knew he would be highly entertaining, right? right. Like, I mean, and that's that's kind of his style. But he I, like. I have to tell you, I, I applaud a lot of the things that he's really that blue collar guy. Yeah, absolutely. And he's the typical guy from, like, and I hate to say this, but he's like the typical guy from up north. Like, this is what I'm going to do. Here's how I'm going to do it. This is what I'm willing to do for you. Here's what I need you to do for me. Let's let's go. And, and I, I, I applaud that. Not that people in the South don't do that because I got after that. Everybody I know called me and said that I tried to divide the world right there, and that really wasn't what I was trying to do. I I wanted him to kind of reiterate maybe some of the differences due to the fact that I just I think he's winning. <laughs> yeah, I mean I, I think he's winning. He's got somebody paying for his race car that wants yeah. to go to the racetrack every single week, right? They they're they're just in it as much as he is. He doesn't have to be a mechanic not that he can't because he works on right. cup cars right so um but he doesn't have to be and he can work on racing right like and and the second part i loved is he was just really real you know the, oh absolutely the, who cares about turning laps go find money if you can find money you can get in a car you know, I thought I mean, that I, was I, I fantastic it, um, uh, advice, didn't you, Roger? Because you're really yes. big on, on talking with the, the young racers and the dads that come in. I really wanted to hear your take on that because I thought that was fantastic. 
I just think if you, I, I think it's one hundred. We've seen it over and over and over again. We've seen it how it goes down. How the young kid needs if he gets two million dollars, he can go somewhere. If he doesn't, he struggles and flounders around till he like either becomes where he can't do anything. So the interesting part to me is I think that's right. I think if you spend ninety percent of your time trying to find money, you'll get to do twenty or quite a bit more races. You know what I mean? Um, yep. It's it's great to collapse. I'm not, but it's an intriguing part that you got to get to the racetrack before you can be any good. Right. And oh. I think a lot of us forgot that. We just think that we can go test and test and test and test. Yeah. And then nothing happened and we put everything on one race where if you could do 10 or 15 or 20 or 30 races, how much more relaxed could you be as a racer or as an owner or, you know, whatever. I think it's all about finding money, not about, tacting to who's got the best car or this or that if you find the money you can get in the best car that's it yeah the two things that i took out that i really appreciate him saying and explaining it is and i've heard it from all the top drivers of any division that we've covered uh, that i've worked with number one he said if you can drive you can drive if you can drive now you can drive a year from now you can get it done you know uh and then him talking about uh racing at bowman gray He's not there to wreck them. He's there to move them. It, there's an art to it. Bird has trying to explain it to some of these guys that want to get mad if they get touched at Bowman Gray. If you get mad if you get touched at Bowman Gray, then you don't really understand racing. That's what's going to happen. That's what has to happen if you're going to move forward. And I liked how he explained it, and as I've heard Bert explain it the exact same way, is you're not there to wreck them. You're there to move them, and there's an art to it. Yeah, absolutely. I, I thought he did a great job uh, explaining a lot of things. And my favorite story, my favorite takeaway from that, I, I'm all about the entertainment factor. My favorite story from that was uh, when he was talking to the other driver. I can't remember which one it was at the time, but he was talking to the other driver and he was talking about, hey, man, we're going to get lunch. He's like, no, nah, we got to help on this car. No, nah, man, they got it. <laughs> they got it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, ordinarily I don't think I would appreciate that, but just the way he told that story. Yeah, and that was great. the guy that wrecked that car that they were working on. Right. Right. That he was, was, a, was ashamed to come around. No, man, come on, let's go. They got it. <laughs> right. That's great yeah. stuff. Yeah. I, I really, really liked him. And, and, and you know, some of the folks that were coming to our show that wouldn't normally come to our show, um, I'm sure he gained, just like somebody said on the, the, the message, I'm sure he gained a lot more fans. And I think his fandom is really growing at Bowman Gray because they appreciate that's what they want. They want a hard-nosed blue-collar racer. Yeah, the dude better get some more T-shirts. That's all I have to say. That's true. I agree with that 100%. I mean, you know, honestly, he needs some T-shirts that says Rocket Launcher. He needs a little bit of everything. He needs every version of every nickname he's got, and he needs to be uh, out there selling them. Rocket Launcher, that just cracks Now he needs up. to be launching them into the stands with the launcher yeah. gun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't I, – over there, I don't, I don't know that I would. I mean, those people are willing to – Pay for money down to me before I send them up. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, the I mean, that, uh, the that place, man. I mean, it's the perfect place to yeah. sell. You know, for a driver to build a, uh, you know, a fan base and to actually be able to sell. And I think that's something the car store is trying to do with their whole touring twelve. Right. And they got hats and t-shirts and all that stuff. You know, I, I'd, I'd like to see their stuff. You know, look a little bit better. Not not you know condemning them in any way, shape, or form. But I'd like to see them spend a little bit more time. You know, with the design. But I think that's something that they could build on over the next few years. Yeah, I agree. So, 
What what else we got in the news? Anything? Let's Doc? see. We got uh, you said the makeup, the makeup for uh, Greenville Hickories. I think is going to have the Twin Forties uh, coming up this coming weekend. Langley, that's Hunter. Where will be. That's where Roger will be until his wife starts sending pictures of. Uh, Which uh, will be right uh, before the race cooking. starts. <laughs> right, that's exactly right. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Perfect timing. Perfect timing. I mean, he went to Ace the other week and nobody saw him there because well, he wasn't there anymore. <laughs> I, I mean, what am I going to do? Right. I mean, it's not like you're going to get your hands dirty and work on a gar. So yeah, you're a go. prick. That is wrong. I will do that. Come on, yeah. man. You ain't got to lie to me. I will, right? Like, I, uh, okay, whatever. Yeah, Doesn't I kept matter. waiting to I hear. I kept waiting to hear, hey, buddy, how you doing? Never saw him. Where? He, he might have sent you a text message. Yeah, he did. Him. Now, we did text. He did do that. Right, you should have got there earlier. I ain't got all day to jack around. I got things to do. I went straight from work, straight to the track. Hey, I mean, that's right. I was already home. <laughs> uh, Langley's got 100 laps coming up next weekend. Uh, Motor Mile, of course, we talked about that. The Tours, Shenandoah, going to get the race on Saturday night. Southern National is going to have the Super Cups, and I'm not sure if Lake, Lake Miles was part of that show, but they are racing. They got the Super Cups uh, racing as well. And uh, for the folks at Ace, even though they're not racing, they got the home down, Hometown Throwdown concert featuring Confederate Railroad, which I think is pretty cool. Jive Mother Mary and Jacob Vaughn uh, going to have a big show there. And don't forget Saturday for Anderson, uh, the Super Trucks, Late Models, and the Lemon Late Models, um, May 18th at Anderson. And that's all we got. Big show there, huh? Wow. Uh, yeah, yeah that'll be a good one. And the Legends it, division, yeah. man, that Legends tour is just amazing. I mean, they, yeah. they're liable to have, you know, 25, 30 of them every time they show up to a racetrack. Wow. Yeah. Good stuff. If, if not for the um, uh, Cars tour at Motor Mile, I would have definitely wanted to go down to Anderson because I can't wait to get to one of those uh, truck events and limited late model events. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, depending on uh, the the rest of the race 22 staff where they're you know whether they can go to motor mile or not go to motor mile i was talking to one of them earlier about it so we'll see i, I may have to go to motor mile I may end up going to anderson i'd like to i'd like to do both of them but obviously that's not possible well so. at least you know if you can go to anderson then maybe you can catch the uh the live broadcast yeah i mean <laughs> well since you'll be on there it'll be worth listening to so. come on man uh, you know I, I mean, you you know I wasn't gonna let that go. <laughs> I mean, why should I? You know what I mean. I say so. call Tony, and that way we can preview the race. Oh but I think god. we already did that though. Oh god. Yeah, it's we did that last we can, week. It's a good thing we can edit this. <laughs> we? Yeah. Did I hear? <laughs> are you French? Not can edit. This. <laughs> yeah. We you we are here trying you. to edit audio because it's not very good. Yeah, he should timestamp that right there. <laughs> we can take that out. <laughs> I'm gonna let the oh, whole, I'm gonna put the whole thing as is. We're it's gonna be raw. There you go. Yeah, there you that's, go. That's the way. That's the way people like it. So, all right. Anyways, uh, I don't know, man. Uh, looking, look at looking ahead to this weekend. You know, I. Uh, I really, I really am excited about both of those races. Talking about uh, Motor Mile and Anderson, and uh, I know there's other great races going on this weekend. Uh, you know, but man, that that's a uh, it, that's the tough thing about you know everybody almost seeming like they have to run on Saturday. You know, it's hard to uh, it's hard to get into uh, two good races on one weekend. 
Yes, you know, especially uh, you know they're they're spread apart, so it's not like you can go check one out and the other. They both start at the same time. I I think that's you know everybody says you know here on the East Coast you look in the Midwest you know they race Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and they think why why do they do that? But they get all the same fans, they get all the same racers. Every race right. is packed Wednesday through Saturday. Well, that's not. I mean, not every race is packed, but right. you you can race more nights. But sure. I, I, I honestly believe, Doc, it, it, that there's just more racers, right? Like, right. I mean, I, th- I think we have a bunch in this concentrated area, but there's so many tracks right here, right? right. Like, I mean, the the next closest track, like up around where I'm from, it's two hours away. Does that right. make sense? Like, you, yeah. it's just not one, one, one. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like uh, the driver said last week, you know, they had three or four choices. And that's it. Well, here, if you got a late model in this in Winston Salem, if you got a late model, you can go to six different tracks in just a couple of hours. You know, so it is. And it's not just the tracks; it's the divisions, man. And, you can yeah. run yep. like I mean, if you have a late model, you can literally at Motor Mile. You can literally, if you have a late model stock car chassis, you can run three different divisions. There you go. So, so you got a choice of divisions. So it's all broke up. I mean, I think it's one of the big problems that we have in this region specifically is everything's so broke up you got so many classes and so many options at so many you know to go so many places it's just there's no way to have full fields all you know everywhere every week and then you know as we've already documented before in other shows every track has their own rules that you know so i think in the midwest when you run the the sprint cars the wingless the topless the the midgets Every track almost has the same USAC rules. Is that right, Roger? Yeah. Yeah, but it's not even that, right? Like, I mean, I think the supercar really wins, and I hate to say this, but it's I believe it to be true. I believe that the supercar wins because, overall nationally, because it is interchangeable, right? Like, I mean... It just you can get a hammer motor and I can race in California right. or I can race in Maine. Yeah. I mean, but the problem is with a late model stock, I buy a Harrington motor and now I can race at these five or six tracks. But that's it. Right? Yeah. Like I, right. I mean that's it. That makes and a lot then, of sense, absolutely. And so I think that there ends up with groups of cars and now we the, now we start dividing the cars up. Now there's not only late model, but there's limited. Now there's not only late model and limited, but there's charger. Right. Yeah. Now, the, liberal, the liberal late model. <laughs> right. I mean, it just you see what I'm saying. I think we just divide the pie eighty times, and that there's not enough pie. Right. And, I, and I mean, one one problem that uh, you know Doc just mentioned that you know is playing itself out this weekend. Florence, which I didn't see on your list, by the way, Doc. But uh-oh. anyways, Florence has a big uh, limited late model race this weekend. It pays four thousand four hundred and forty four dollars to win. Yeah. Well, that's that sounds fantastic. Right. Well, so I go. You know, there's a post on their on their page, or uh, you know, somebody shared it or whatever, and I'm reading it, and it says. You know, first you know, first guy coming up that has a limited says, "Well, I was going to go, and I looked at the rules. Those are not limiteds. Mm-hmm. So we got classes, and that's that's another problem. You know, it's like you know, um, Southern Nationals straight up limited division this year, but they call them late model stocks. I mean, they're specifically you know titling them LMSC. It me in the you know, right? Like it, it confused it's, me it's, in the beginning. 
it's very confusing because people aren't just they are not actually telling you what they're running they expect you to go look at the rules to find out so it's just really it's just a really messed up situation and everybody needs to kind of get on the same page you're, Listen, you're I've, running I've limiteds you, let's call them limiteds i've told you multiple times and and i've done it not just because i would hate for somebody to be wrong toward me but i have almost quit giving rules advice right because i just see it to be a way to completely get caught you know in the old days i think you could go with it but there are so many revisions and so much side this and so much we're letting this and we're doing this and we're doing that that i mean i just can't i i i i I cannot accurately give them a description of what I think the rule is because they change so much. They do, and I mean it depends on the the uh, you know head tech guy's interpretation and what the rule actually says, and whether the ones that are on the website are the ones we go by or the ones <laughs> at the racetrack. Which actually happened a few years ago at Southern National. They they had the wrong. I believe this was last year. I maybe. think you remember. <laughs> I remember that they had the rules on the website. Um, the guy that was doing the website, you know, they told him to put up the rules one way. And then they were actually enforcing another set of rules at the racetrack. So they were not on the same page. And that's, and that's part of the problem. And, you know, that's something that leads me to another rant. Uh, you know, we, we talk about all the time how important social media is. And, and, yes, it's important as can be. But you know what else is important is a website. Uh, websites are extremely important because there's a lot of things that people can't find easily on social media and that's you know the basic information results and schedules aren't easy to find typically on there either and sometimes they look at your events and they're not right or you know you've changed them you had a rain out or you did this or whatever you know what i mean but on your website man that's that stuff should be up to date you know, and I, I think people have lost, uh, you know, the, an importance. You know, the the website has lost its importance to because a lot of people. Just, when in reality, social, yeah, think? yeah, I think there's a lot. Well, I think they're doing a terrible job on social. Okay. Yeah, and, but they're doing something so that they they believe. Oh, well, I I put one post out there, so yeah. people should see it. And they go, well, everybody's on Facebook, so everybody saw that. I don't need to do anything right. on my website. Well, then the, you go, you know, there's people that don't know where to look on, on their social media to find the, the one post that they made six weeks ago telling about what the schedule was going to be. So, you know, they go to the website, and, and they don't find the right information. I mean, I, I, can, tell you, I can tell you who's the worst, and, and I'm – Feel I feel okay calling them out because me and Anthony Andrews are friends, but wow. Greenville Pickens' website is trash. It's wow. just, just yeah. total, utter trash. Oh and there are God. other racetracks. I mean, you know, I think Wake County's is a little bit better than it was last year. It was pretty bad. I mean, there's but there's other, you know, uh, and, you know, for a while, Motor Mile there, you know, they didn't have a place for results, you know, but they fixed that, you know. So I, I think people are work. I think there are some people that are working on it, but there's there's other racetracks that need to get serious about this. That don't don't just take one avenue. And I and they probably listen to us and go, man, this social media is important. That's one of the reasons why I wanted to say this. Social media is not the only thing, but yes, it is very important. It is, you know, put that up on your to do list and and you can mark it number one if you want to. But you know, number two needs to be your website and number three your answering machine because people are going to call you. You know what I mean? Yep. You got to have all these pieces and parts. These racetracks are just dropping the ball in a lot of areas. And 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 that was, you know, I seen a post uh, Corey actually made, um, you know, about a speedway not knowing five thousand to win. Yeah, I, I saw mean, that. You know, Doc may have told us that on the show last week, but we don't listen to him anyway. And I I didn't know it. 
So I didn't know that they were having a 5,000 to win show. I mean, he may have said it. It just may have just run through my mind because we're talking about so I many don't, things. I don't – I remember saying uh, the, the, they were racing late models. You know, they were on the schedule. But I don't. I did not see or have any information about a 5,000 to win. I don't think – I can look at my old notes. Right, and the funny thing is he makes that post, and he's not being negative at all. And I know people got to make everything negative, you know, the the cesspool of stupidity there. But it, it, it's the thing about it is these these people don't understand that the constructive criticism. If people don't know, if listen, if, if it's late model stock car wise, and I don't know about it, well, you have failed. Okay, you yeah. you have failed a hundred percent. If you're too damn lazy to text me to tell me. You know what I mean? And I'm not for saying sure. I'm important, but, no, but sure. you know, I, I have the largest late model stock car audience, period, bar none. Race 22 is the largest late model stock car audience there is at all whatsoever. If you want to sell something, promote something, or do something about late model stocks, Race 22 would be the place to do it. And, and we put information out for racetracks and for businesses sometimes for free. You Langley. know what I mean? It's not everything doesn't have to be paid for. You don't have to buy an ad. You don't, it, whatever. You let, know. Let me but ask you, you got, a question you just to prove the a point. to the people that can put it out there for you. Let me ask you a question just to prove a point. How many people are emailing or getting you race results from a race weekend? Um, not a lot. Um, you know, and that's, you know, part of that is, you know, we're, a lot of these racetracks over the last few years, you know, I mean, honestly, we've, we've became their source of getting information out. So when we're at a race and we put out results, heck, they don't even do anything. You know what I mean? Um, and that's like that post, you know, it was like Speed 51 was there doing updates, and that's great, and, and I'm glad they were there, and, I, you know, I've got nothing against Speed 51, they do a great job, you know, but that's great, but if nobody if nobody knew that that race was going on, can you imagine, they got 13 cars, I mean, could they have had 18, had somebody known that that race was going on, and I'm not throwing down on Ace, listen, I, I know it sounds like I'm on a rant tonight, and I, you know, I've been sick, and, you know, maybe I, my, my head's cloudy, and I'm just talking out of my ass, I don't the know, medicine. but... Yeah, but the, the, the medicine. Listen, the thing about it is I'm not bashing anybody here. I'm just the the thing about this is is everybody collectively and race twenty two included, we all need to do a better job promoting these racetracks. All all of us. And I think you know the things that we do on this radio show with the news and the week that doc does i think all of that's been great and that's been probably more information than a lot of these racetracks have got put out there in a long time and i'm gonna um, tell you but we all need more from doing it it's a struggle to find oh, good you. information on half of these uh tracks on the websites or social media Listen, yeah but I'm, I'm gonna take one out of context because langley and i don't see things eye to eye a lot of times and when I wanted to do the social media for Performance Center, I it was this was a couple of years ago, and I, I didn't really understand a lot that had to do with social media. And, and Langley kept coming to me and saying, "Hey, you need to do this. You need to do this." And I thought to myself, "He's completely bumped his head because, like, I, I it's not going to matter." Well, the problem was not just making a post. The problem is procuring the information to make the post yep. because I have customers all over right it's not just the ad copy that goes into the ad or or the photo that goes it, it's very difficult to even generate the information so that's where the biggest disconnect seems to be coming that would even be easier for me as a company to promote my product 
um, or PRW chassis or Marlow racing chassis or LTO chassis or whatever you want to call it. Right. We, we have so many people, so many places, and it would be great if we, we would love to promote our people. And, and we don't even a lot of time hear from, from our customer to know that they won. So let alone hear from a racetrack. So, you know, that's something if you, if you got one of our cars and, and, and you win, or even if you don't have, if, if I mean, just tell people so that we can promote it because we would love right. nothing more than to promote me from a performance center standpoint, Langley from a race 22 standpoint. Um, it makes a difference. Oh, for sure. I mean, just getting information today should be the simplest thing in the world. And, and somehow we've got it, you know, convoluted. And, and yes, I know that you, Facebook algorithms play a huge sure. role in that. Yes, you know, for because sure. everybody came to Facebook because it was free and because it was, you know, getting this information out. And at one time, yes, everybody who liked your page saw what you put out. Well, let me <laughs> let you in on a little secret. That doesn't happen anymore, okay? Yeah. People one, think... that like your page don't necessarily see it. What it was, I, I was reading some kind of update thing um, on Reddit the other day, and it said uh, less than 1%, I think, of your friend basis. Um, and it might be a little higher, I think, if you were, uh, if you were um, a business. But I, I think if you just had a standard page, less than 1% of the people that you uh, interact with actually saw your posts. Right. It's 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 very low. I mean, it, and that's one of the things that these racetracks are having a problem with. They they look at it, they say, oh, we have 15,000 likes. So we have 15,000 potential people that are going to read this post that says we're racing this weekend. Well, that's inaccurate. Okay. Because 15,000 people are not going to see it. 1,500 might not see it. 500 might not see it. I, it's sure. just, it's so low. And yes, yes, you can pay and you can buy ads on there and you can do other things, but there's so many other ways that you can get more people seeing it. And and there's a, there are racetracks doing, you know, good things that are doing that and getting more people to see it. And there are group ways of doing that. I've seen, you know, a couple of racetracks have got some groups that, you know, created to get that's information what, out I think and that's that disperses awesome. information. Yeah. Yep. 100%. I agree. I mean, it's a good way for them to connect with their drivers, their fan base and everything. Um, and everybody in that that group usually unless Facebook's changed that recently gets a notification of what happened there so they have the opportunity to see it right you so, can set it up that way or you can turn it off but you can set it up that every time that the group dings you're in right exactly. so you don't miss any updates yeah exactly so I mean and yes you can do that on a page too but so many people are not going to do that a lot of people are just going to go like the page and they think it's the same psychology on the other end. The, the the user, if I go to you know somebody's page, I go, oh, I'm going to go to the NFL's page. Well, I like that. All right, now I'm going to see everything. No, you're not. You're not going to see everything just because you like that. You, you know, you can go to see first, and it'll actually show you a notification, which you don't actually see at first because they show you a notification three hours later, but that, that's beside the point. But <clears throat> there's so many nuances to all of this stuff. That I just wish people knew, man. I mean, it's just so many, so many things that that people don't understand. I, I, you know, you're talking about giving a chassis seminar. I swear, I swear, I'd like to give a digital media seminar for to sure. every one of these racetracks for free, a hundred percent for free. Racetrack series, you know, we'll whoever, do it at Performance racers. Center. Yeah, I, I, I'm ready. I mean, because and it's not for any other purpose than to help them. I mean, do do I think it does good to advertise on Race Twenty Two? Yes. 100%. But do I think it would do you better to actually know how to use the internet? Yes, I do. 100%. Right. 
I mean, and you know, Doc, you mentioned them earlier, Anderson Motor Speedway. They do a phenomenal job with their social media. They constantly push out mm-hmm. things, you know, and it, it's great. I mean, they they do a great. That's somebody that we don't give enough kudos to right. for yeah, what they do. You know, I I I spoke with Lee Falk the other day, and he he spoke highly of them. You know, he just said it's a nice place to go. Right. You know, I mean, you, you know what you're going to get. You know, you know what I mean. You know where you're at. You know that you're going to be treated well, and he enjoyed going there. Well, I mean, I can tell you anybody who speaks poorly of Sylvia Porter, that tells more sure. me, tells me more about sure. them than it does her. I can for tell you that sure. for sure. 100%. But, you know, there's just so many so many things out there, you know, that people can do. These racetracks can do better. And I know it seems like we harp on them every week. And the racers, too. I mean, for that matter, all these racers. Oh. I, I went to, like, while I was ah. sick, man, I'm just searching around for things on the Internet at 5 a.m. when I should be, you know, trying to go to sleep. and you know, But I'm just looking around at things, and... Man, one of one of the one of the top racers in this region. He's got a page, a like page, and uh, last thing on there was t- from 2015. Another one, 2018. You know, cr- Merry Christmas. It meant, listen, the best thing was one of them had, had their their three posts for the year was Merry Christmas, <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving, and Happy Easter. They are Catholics for sure. We don't know any damn thing Catholics. about you racing. But, right, they were Catholics. Merry Christmas. Right there, you go. I mean, everybody collectively has got to do a better job, and I'm, and these people, you know, they're racing on their dime because of that. If they were doing a better job with their social media and they had good websites, and you know, they had all these pieces and parts in place, and I mean, you know, I'm not sitting here promoting websites tonight, but you know, I don't want anybody to think I'm sitting here promoting that because I want to sell a website. Yep, we do build websites, but hey, guess what? Molly Helmuth builds websites too, and she does a fantastic job, and right. if you want to go get her to build it, I think that's fantastic because she does a good job, and maybe it'll stay updated. You're, you're on fire tonight. I am, man. I, I'm just, I'm so, I read through that ace post that Corey made, and just reading how people took that, and have, realizing how stupid people are to think everything's negative, and yes, I just called everybody stupid, and I really don't give a crap. I, I just, I, I'm, I'm tired of everybody thinking that everything that is said that isn't like, you know, praise Jesus about this racetrack, that it's got to be negative, and it's not. <laughs> It's it's not. Everybody in this business has got to get their act together. I mean, race twenty two last week while I was sick basically did nothing. Okay, nothing. So we were dead in the water. We needed to get our act together last week. Some I needed to have got somebody to step in and get things, you know, to where we had some content out there. All these racetracks have got to do the same thing. You know what I mean? Everybody's got to be getting stuff. You know, the performance center, you know, Facebook page needs more stuff you know, everybody you know what i mean oh, i'm for not sure listen i'm straight here to tell you that it does i and, and the one thing i think that we we you and i talk about sometimes i guess maybe that we don't let everybody else in is like we understand that there's time right like people is time is the hardest thing right um i mean it's it's the hardest thing for me right i mean it is legitimately eight o'clock at night my son is finishing up his homework. My wife made dinner. And, you know, I mean, it's just, but we're still trying to, we'd like to get this information out there. Yeah, and I can hear the pots and the pans in the background. It sounds like it's going to be good. It, it, you know, she does it up, man. And this I've, seen. I, I've gained 30 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have, to, I have to, I told her I have to start running again. Otherwise, I'm not going to, this is not going to work out very good. But, <laughs> I mean, we, we understand time is an issue, right? But it's just the, the things to where I I seem to be 
getting myself to be able to do it is it's just one more cog in the wheel for my business. So, you know, some of it, I, I'm, I'll tell you straight up, some of it, I, I, Langley does a lot of it for me. And I, and I, some of that's because I just don't have time to do it myself. Um, and, 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 you know, that's also a viable option. If you don't have time as a racetrack or you don't know how, like get somebody that does. That's but what like, I say. And, and this has been my, I, if I have left no other mark on late model stock and you think I'm a complete idiot, that's cool. But I've continued to get somebody that knows every time. I, I, I maybe don't know the answer, but I'll find you the answer. Or I right. pay people that do know the answer. And I think that's a lot of my success is only because I realize sometimes if I can't get it done, I'm not afraid to throw a couple bucks one way or the other. It's not, it's not like people are trying to take everything from you. So I right. think and- at every track, I guarantee you there is a family uh, of hardcore fans for that particular track, for their favorite drivers, for that favorite track that has kids or someone in the family that would do it for the tracks. All the tracks have to do is reach out and try. That's all I got to well, do. And, and I think that reaching out is is part of the hard part, too, because, uh, yes. like, you know, yes. like we said, you know, yes, how are you going to reach them? You're right. going to make a post on your Facebook page? Okay, right. with those 15,000 people, they didn't see it. 150 right. of them did. So maybe, right. hopefully, you cultivate them from there. But No, but no see, that's I, what I'm saying. That's the disconnect. Get out of the office. Go walk in the stands and talk. Get to see your, your fan base. Because if you think that everybody is on Facebook and you don't know your crowd, you're wrong. You lose. Because if you're standing at the start-finish line look up at your crowd, you're going to see various age groups, and not everybody's on Facebook. If you think everybody's on Facebook, you lose. Oh, 100%. I, I agree. And and that's and I think we had this conversation one night a little bit um, yeah, so, on the too. show, or in the yeah. comments maybe they were having this conversation about ha- having somebody do it. And I remember somebody posted, well, you know, you, can just, you can't just have anybody do it. Yes, you can. Mm-hmm. It, it, if they do a poor job, well, that's better than the job you're doing now. Right. I mean, you know, and, and, you know, like I've give, you know, several times I think we've give kudos to Hickory for stepping up their game. Oh, absolutely. And they've done a great they job. To, right, and, huh? I'm, and, I like what they're doing. Hey, hold and, on. I want you guys yeah. to hear this. Hold on. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I waited until wow. 10 after 8 before I had a cocktail. Wow. Oh, wow. I thought you were slapping that 30-pound belly. No, that was good. That was wow. the beer. I, oh, I thought, I'd, oh. I thought I'd enter a beer into this. It'd be a good time. <laughs> I thought you'd been listening to the 83 Weeks podcast with uh, Eric Bischoff because they do that at 10 a.m. <laughs> do they? Dude, that's awesome. That, could be, that might be part of my deal. That might be good. <laughs> I think it would be. Hey, you know, the, the Bologna Burger podcast with uh, Stephen Dunn and uh, Kyle Painter, you know, they, they have the beer of the week. You know, they go out and find yeah. an interesting craft beer See, or whatever. I'm not doing that. I don't, I, like, I, I don't want to do that. I want to do, like, completely stupid things for a weekly deal. Like, we were talking about it today. Um, you know, we're really – looking at turning that second room into an electric go-kart racing thing for us and all of our friends. Right. And we figure that we can probably get enough clips out of people cheating death in there that we should be able to get one or two to go viral. 
mean, cheating death. There's po- there's poles everywhere. We now have it almost completely cleaned out. Can you imagine the content that we could procure out there? You know, Roger. There's go kart tracks all over the country, and everybody's you know done this and done that. One thing I bet you nobody's ever done: figure eight. Oh, do it. We're going to do electric, though. I don't want, I don't want the fumes in there. So, Zach Berwinger would be in for that figure eight. <laughs> right. <laughs> He's the head guy. I heard Rumbling's team maybe at some point go back to Hickory. Yeah, well, I don't know. I ain't touching that subject. So. No, I heard I heard Rumbling so that. Yeah. And maybe he paid his fine or maybe, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But anyways, we, we kind of derailed there a little bit with the uh, – One thing I, we have I, to I say before, before we get off is people need to go on, you know, make sure they subscribe to your YouTube. Make sure they subscribe to the Race 22, um, you know, podcast. I, 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 I didn't see as many subscribes as I thought that I would on your YouTube when I was perusing through it the other night at 3.30 in the morning. So – I think I want to put. I think we need to push that somehow. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, yeah we definitely do. Super interesting deal. I mean, we're we've been working um, to be able to bring you more video now. That's yeah. um, some things that we've been working on. We've we've like I said, really changed performance center around. So we should be able to keep improving the product that we're able to give you both. Uh, on YouTube and on the podcasting side, but I, I really like to see if we could get some more subscribers on that uh, on the YouTube Race Twenty Two side. Absolutely, and and, and our our uh, podcast platform. I mean, we can always afford to uh, grow there, and you can subscribe and rate and review us on uh, Apple Podcasts. That always helps too. So, but uh, you know, I, I guess uh, I guess we've uh, we've ran it enough for one night. I probably said more <laughs> than I probably should have said. Uh, so, uh, but, and and this was kind of we wanted to test this out, make sure everything worked. And, yeah, trying something and, different. Uh, do this. Yeah, tell, yeah. Us what the, tell us what the sound quality, I don't know if they can leave, uh, you know, comments on your podcast or whatever, but I'd like to know, you know, what people thought. Was the sound quality good? Was it just so horrible you couldn't listen? Do you hate us all three? Not many people hate Doc, but, do, do, you know. Do you oh, like you'd be surprised. <laughs> if, he, if he keeps talking good about Tony, his, his numbers are going up. If people wow. hate. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, Doc don't even know how to respond to that one. Let they need to let us know too some things we they'd like to hear. You know, we we have a lot of ideas that we'd like to go about, but definitely if we could bring some value to somebody of you know something they're interested in hearing or or a racer that they'd like to promote, you know, um, I, I think there's some value in that or a business that they like to promote. Yeah, even better. You know, um, I think there's some ways that we could do this. I'd like to hear from some manufacturers too. You know, um, I, yeah, it's like I, like the other week when uh, I think it was Leland uh, Honeyman. Said he was yeah. going up to go racing and said, hey, man, I need some crew guys. I'll pay. I thought right. that was awesome he did that right. on our show. Right. I mean, I, I'd, like to, I'd like to try to get to get Jay and Forrest maybe to come to, to Performance Center, you know, maybe Bobby Creech or... or be an interesting uh, show. Yeah. I mean, I, I, and, and I don't think from a... I don't think from a bad standpoint. I no. mean, I, maybe from a, a, a group of people that could, could try to... You know, I mean, you can come in my shop. I don't, I don't have anything to hide from anybody. Especially you know? now, the way you got the layout. You, uh, did I see the couch on the video? Yeah. Yeah. See, and that's right close to where we, out. where we're going to do the the show live. 
uh, until it moves into the actual studio. So, man, we need to get our folks out back out hanging out with us. I miss the the peanut gallery uh, hanging out with us on the live show. Yeah, it was definitely uh, more interesting when we had Zach, uh, you know, the being they the bartender beer, and delivering though, right? beers. Like, yeah, for sure. Hey, wh- whatever it takes, man. Listen, you got you got the uh, you got I'm, the refrigerator there. It can hold a few beers. So, so I, in case you haven't, like, I'm not completely stupid. So I'm I'm bringing well, not completely, but mostly. Right. So hold on, I'm bringing what what more draws racers to a place? I'm beer. putting an indoor go kart track with beer. <laughs> And race car parts. I don't know about drivers, but you got Corey's attention. This is a this is like a crack haven for racers now, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> Lord. Wow. And then uh, hold on, the rug guy, the guy that brings us rugs today, said we could promote the people that won the go kart races in the back on the radio show right there live. Just bada boom, bada bing. Yep, absolutely. We're making stars, making them happy. Absolutely, you, you know, and, and funny enough, I you know my promoting days actually started at a go kart track where you know you go in and pay four dollars to ride a go kart. We started league races there. You know, you could do the same yeah. kind of thing there. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be cool as can be, man. Yeah. And uh, it's a lot of fun. I mean, you don't make any money. I can tell you that much. Well, listen, and oh, performance center in the hole doesn't make any money. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just another. Yeah, that's anyway, that's a whole different show. But I mean, you know, I think. I think that's that's part of what I've kind of relinquished to do. I, I realize that this thing isn't going to make a fortune. It's just going to be one business in my repertoire of businesses. So let's have fun with it, right? Let's, I mean, let's let's just do some crazy stuff and build some cool things and and have a good time. Absolutely, I'm looking forward to uh, the first episode of the grind coming to podcast platforms everywhere. How about that? That this show is spawning some uh, some new projects. The grind, I think that is awesome. Yeah, it's gonna. I'm hoping to do next week. Um, I'm I'm I got a bunch of uh, a bunch of intros to to choose from and and some outros and doing just some things that i i don't know how to do so i've, I've kind of asked some people and i went on the internet and got some other people's opinions and and i'm gonna i just really believe that there's a lot of people that even if we don't bring live value to them that we can bring value to them through a podcast sessions or whatever i mean i have a friend that came in today he's been active in the racing community for 25 years he lost his job. He's decided, hey, I still want to continue to sell parts in this community. And I thought, man, how interesting to get your message out there for a guy like that, that you could really set him up where he didn't have a big time where he had a bridge in, in payroll. You know what I mean? If you could build a listenership to enough people where one a, a guy that's in our network, you know, it's a late mall stock car guy or a super guy or, you know, we're, we're all kind of a family. Um, right. If you could bring value to him in that instance, I mean that you, you could really you could really benefit people and and that's really where I want to go. I'm no sponsored, no nothing, you know, kind of like what we've done this. And I'm gonna we're, we're I'm trying <laughs> I'm desperately trying to figure out who the right person is for for some setup videos. Um, there's been a huge everybody that I've asked has said yes so. The grind can lead into some setup videos, and I just want to produce a little bit of content every day. 
Yeah, I think I think that'll be great. And I, and I think that's another thing that, you know, this this show and and just the the uh, growing demand for podcasts and stuff that is doing. I mean, I know we've had two or three racetracks, you know, approach us about doing, you know, shows, you know, specifically for them. Uh, none of them have worked out and got, uh, you know, done yet. And I really want to do that. I mean, yeah, I, I want to take it on the road. That'd be so much fun. We've, we've, we've bought some of the, us as a group, we've, um, we've bought some of this new equipment. I'd really like to use it kind of in the field to be able to, to I think we can live stream some stuff from I'm, I'm the tech guy. I always want to spend money and Langley doesn't want to. <laughs> that, that's so, my job, not to spend money. Right. Like I, I want to have cool things. So I, I'm I would like to be able to get out to some of these places. I'd love to do a Friday night Kingsport. Love to oh, yeah. right? like oh yeah. Like to do like to do a live stream. We'll do one down in Anderson. I'd even do one from Ace, to be real honest. Oh, I think yeah. We, we have a lot of options. I think we could do, um, you know, maybe some director's chair, sitting out in front, interviewing the guys after. I think you could really do a, a good a good thing. And we do one on the, uh, the, uh, the paddock area in uh, Bowman Gray. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, some more breaking news. I think that... We're going to get to promote a race at the end of the year. Nice. I think I'm finally going to get to something that I want to do. I, I, I'm going to try to hook Langley in. He's less I'm in than I thought he would be. So <laughs> I'm going to. <laughs> um, but I think there's going to be some good things that we're going to do. And like reach out. I, I don't. Nobody hates anybody here. That I, at least uh, not that I know of. So right. I mean reach out to people let's try to do some collaborations on things whatever i mean even t- even if we got to do something with tony stevens good gosh <laughs> you know what I mean? right yeah, I mean, yeah we, we give him hell but we love him yeah, I mean, we absolutely. wouldn't have him on the show uh for sure year. we, we kid because so we care i love i love what he's doing yeah. to be 100 percent honest with you i i i i just think it's great i think that every racetrack should do it but i ran into a little snag the other day because I was told I was negotiating with this gentleman about some racetrack things, and he told me that I couldn't have the video rights because it was a NASCAR-based track. Yeah, Tony can get in the details with that. Yeah, that is very complicated. I that, don't understand was, it one one right. bit. That 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 almost. I, I mean, I understand. And that you know, I think Tony is the reason that started that. <laughs> yeah, he's the reason for that rule. Yeah. So. It just, I, I don't, I don't think that's good. <laughs> I mean, I just, I don't think, I don't it, think. It's yeah. definitely not, but. That, and that's, that's why they wouldn't let us do Martinsville all those years. There, so. <laughs> all right, let's, uh, let's wrap this thing up. Uh, Doc, we know you're headed to uh, Motor Mile for the Cars Tour race. I'm yep. either headed there or to uh, Anderson. Uh, Roger, I said you were going to be at Hickory, but I don't know where you're going. Where are you going? Hickory. See, I, I knew it, man. I, I it's Take like I'm the like, house, man. Right, Plus, he's got right. a lot of customers I'm, there. Well, home in time you know for what? dinner. I could go to Anderson. Are you going to go to Anderson? I, I, I might if you. I don't know yet. I, I've got to work it everything out with my staff and see where we're at. Your so. staff? You mean your wife? <laughs> no, 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 no. Just say it, dude. No, just say no. I've just uh, you yeah. Know, the staff is out there mowing the grass. Well, no, we're 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 committed to doing all the uh, cars tour races right. live, and that's our that's our number one commitment. Uh, you know, doing the live updates for them. So I've got to have somebody there to do the updates and photos. 
um, which I could probably pull the photos off even if I didn't have a somebody who actually works for us normally do it. Um, but I've got to have somebody there for updates, so I have to see how that plays out. Hey, one one thing I do also want to take it. Let's I don't and I don't really know what I guess the the perfect wording is to it, but I'd like to send my condolence out to Corey. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, if I was you just going to his grandpa passed away um, today and. I had texted him like I felt bad. Um, I, I just maybe shoot some prayers out for them and, uh, you know, reach out to Corey and see if he needs anything or, you know, whatever he can do. I guess Langley, you you probably know more about it. You can let people know. Well, I don't really know any more about it, but, uh, you know, definitely thoughts and prayers out to uh, Corey Latham. That's why he couldn't uh, be on with us tonight, uh, you know, as well. And uh, hopefully uh, – Hopefully they'll uh, they got plenty of uh, people surrounding them, uh, giving them love and care, and and then sure. they'll be all right and get through this. So, I, I guess that's a that's a great way to uh, or you know get the end of the show here. So uh, we'll uh, until next time we'll uh, we'll see you here from uh, Race Twenty Two Radio. Hello, I must be going. Well, that'll wrap up this week's show. We want to thank you for listening to Race 22 Radio. Be sure and keep us logged on to Race22.com for all your favorite late model stock car racing action, videos, podcasts, and much, much more. We'll be back broadcasting live around the globe next Monday at 6 p.m. from right here at the Performance Center Racing Warehouse Studio in beautiful Statesville, North Carolina. Until then, we'll see you at the races. Race 22 Radio is a presentation of Race 22 Productions. I must be...